Welcome to the Manager Map Podcast Show. The show is designed to give you solutions to your day-to-day management and leadership problems. It's hosted by Matthew Haddock, a frontline manager and leader with over 25 years of experience. If you're ready, then let's get on with the show. Welcome to the Manager Map Podcast Show, a weekly show designed to improve your management and leadership skills with practical help and advice. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the show and share it with anyone else who may get the benefit. Right without any more delay, let's get on with this week's show. Well, welcome, welcome, welcome to this week's Manager Matt show. I hope you're all very, very well and getting the results you want with the action that you're doing at work as leaders and hopefully managers all alike. So, what is this week's show about? Well, this week's show is going to be going on around one of the things that managers really need to do, and it, it does lead into one of my big five. It's, it's de- delegation. It's not de it's delegation. Uh, and the idea of delegation in our workplace is really a key to how you can be successful as a manager and leader, because you know you can't do it yourself, so you do need to look at how you can um, do the delegation correctly. And it's, it's a very important skill in management. You know, uh, you, if you don't do it, you know, what, what happens? Obviously, you end up with all the work. And obviously, if you do that, you end up with all those very, very popular monkeys on your back. Um, so you can't live without delegation. Um, what we don't do very well is we don't do it in the right way. And, of course, you can say that there's lots of reasons why people don't delegate. You know, they're poor at delegation because a lot of the time is they think that they the, the, the person who's going to do that work can't do it as, as well as them. So a lot of time you don't delegate due to that. And that leads back to the fact that some of your directs then feel that they've been um, looked over or maybe there's a lack of trust there because you uh, you don't give them the delegation. And it can be this sort of vicious circle of the... You're thinking as a leader and manager, you're doing the right thing by not delegating it, by getting it done quickly and delivering the results. But actually what you're doing is you you get a, the lack of trust in your team. They constantly have to escalate problems because they don't feel that they can really do it themselves. Uh, and other solutions are all being driven through yourself. Uh, and... You know, it is a fact that 39% of managers, when asked, said that they could do the job themselves so it was easier to do it than delegate. And that means that there's such a gap being left there because they don't really understand that the less that they delegate, the more they're really going to drive their team down. And it's an important skill to master. Uh, When you do it yourself, what happens? Obviously, if you try to do everything yourself, you'll miss deadlines. You'll also take on too much work, which means it'll affect your life away from work. You'll start to get poor grades. So if you don't delegate, it's an important thing, you actually, at your level, will start to get poorer um, assessment scores. You'll get poorer um, end-of-year scores because you can't do everything. Uh, And you put yourself under so much pressure to deliver. And you take on more and more work. And that's obviously the circle of pain. So when you do it yourself, you do create these loops which are just going to cause more and more uh, problems. And why don't people do it? You know, as we said, a lot of the time people think that, uh, you know, I'll be quicker to do it. So you hear it. Oh, it's great to do it myself. No point in t- telling them them. I'll do it myself. I can do it better myself. So they obviously take that, you take that skill level. You know, I, I don't have time. 
I don't have time to delegate, hear that. So if I don't have time to delegate, it's quicker to do it myself and I can do a better job. And of course, we're doing those things means that your results are going backwards. And this show, if anything else, it's around trying to give you the tools to deliver results. And by delivering the results, you get the outcomes you need as a manager and a leader. So what can you do to improve it? How can you delegate better? Well, it's very good to make sure that you are a clear communicator of what you are going to delegate. Because, of course, it's important that you start with the fact that you're going to communicate out the delegation itself to your team. And how do you do this? Well, there's there's five very simple uh, tools that can be used to make sure this happens. First one is to clarify what you are expecting from the person you're delegating to. So that's being really honest to the fact that saying, these are the things I'm going to delegate to you. These are the areas that I want you to take ownership on. And these are the areas that I'm going to be asking you to participate more and fully in. And this is shifting away from the idea of you doing it yourself and moving it on to the people in your team doing it. Second one is get to checkpoints. So that you're not overdoing it, but you're making sure that if you delegated it to someone, you're going to say, I'm going to put some checkpoints in to see how you're progressing with this delegated work. So this allows you to still have control. You're not micromanaging it. You're still making the person delegating in charge of it, but you're giving them points where you can check in. And they can obviously come and ask you at these points, is this right? Is this going in the right direction? Three is delegate the end result not the process. This is where you definitely move away from a micromanager because what you're saying is I want this result or the business to fulfill what we're trying to do needs this end result. How we're going to get there, as long as it's ethical and legal, is up to you. And that gives so much empowerment to the delegated person because they are going out there knowing what they're going to deliver, but also have the fact that in front of them of what the result is. So you may do it a certain way because of your experience, but it's surprising on this point three how by delegating the end result, you find so many different other paths using other people's skills. Uh, Number four is define the role you play. So back to probably two a little bit is understanding when they're going to need your input. So it's almost setting the parameters at this point in it. So you are not going to get involved in this, but there may be points where you need check-ins on that. Um, Number five is talk about the consequences of this. So when you're talking around this delegation and the project you're delegating or the process you're delegating, you need to be speaking around the consequences, both of success and failure. What are the rewards, but what is also the other side of it if this project doesn't land? But of course, in point two, you're delegating the end result. So the person knows what they're expected to be delegating and what they're expected to do with that delegation to make sure it works. Now, you've done that in regard to how do you delegate, but of course, another step from there is what and when to delegate. You know, what tasks are you going to do it and when? You know, there's some golden rules for this and you've got to really make sure you support these. You know, you've got to be thinking around time. You know, do you have enough time to delegate? I've said that's one of the biggest reasons why people don't do it. So this is really a sense check of is this something I can delegate out and get done and allow time for it to be done right? If your boss rings you up and says, in the next hour, I need this piece of information, then more than likely you'll do that yourself. But if it's a project and you know that it's going to need a few months or weeks, you can look at that and say, do I have time to proper delegate? Do I have time to follow the five rules about how to delegate properly? So that's the first one of the the golden three that you need to look at. Second one is availability. Is someone 
there for that task with the skills and experience. So you need to know your team here and you need to be thinking, do I have in that person the experience that they are going to need to be able to really do the job right? Because there's no point in giving you to someone who's basically just finished their induction a very big, important project because they're not going to have the skills, they're not going to have the experience and they're not going to be that available person that you need. Third one is the idea of criticality. Is this thing that you want to delegate critical to the company or the project? You know, is it such a high profile thing with such low tolerances of failure that you'd be a little bit daft to do that one as a delegation of something? That is probably something you need to get involved and you need to basically um, do it yourself. But there'll be some of the other stuff which will be less critical that you know you want to um, delegate out there. So those three ones is time, availability and critical. And that's the idea of what tasks and when to do it. And you shouldn't start delegating stuff out just because it's difficult because that's probably one of the worst things you want to be doing. You know, you don't want to be sort of going around and sort of saying, I'm just going to get rid of this because I don't really like doing it. It's not really my favourite. You know, you've got to think sometimes, you know, is it critical? Do I need to get it done for the good of the business? And therefore I have to get in there and, and get that thing sorted. Or can I take the time and get the available right person to really do the delegation properly? And of course, what happens if you get those right is you have the perfect idea of, you know, you get the delegation at the right level. There's more productivity because the people on your team are feeling that they are more empowered, that they are part of the solution. And that means that you don't get to those, as we've spoken on a number of tasks, the casts around the monkeys. You know, you're not going to have a load of to-dos with not enough time that's going to end up on your plate because you've walked through and you're a great problem solver. You want to sort things out. But that person who you meet in the corridor and asks you a question about what do you think of this has walked off and left you holding it. You know, so there's that point that if you get the delegation right and you get people really understanding what you're trying to do with the delegation, you'll then have them taking the ownership of the monkeys and going out there and getting them things done. You know, and it's also a thing of remember when you're going to delegation, it's not around, you know, having a massive list that you're just giving out to people. Because as soon as you see someone coming, or so, as soon as you meet someone, they're going to be thinking, oh my word, this guy's just giving me a load of work. I'm going to get out of my way. Better, better delegation is around making sure that people have got the important and urgent things mapped out. And you need to make sure that they've got headspace to take on the stuff that you're delegating. Uh, because again, you've got to think that person is a f in their mind it might not be true they may be very not fully loaded but in their mind they'll be fully loaded with lots of work to do so if you're going to delegate some more work to them they're going to think well what else drops out now if they're in a certain position it might be a case of them delegating to others but what they probably need to walk away with and you need to do with your directs is what are the important and urgent things that really needs to be done map it out you know get the idea of what tasks are being understood and that's a good way of getting people to really own what they are doing with their time. Are they wasting the time that they've got? Are they actually doing jobs that should be given to somebody else? Um, but they've loved doing them, so therefore they keep it. Um, and of course, in most organisations, uh, especially organisations you're getting paid to do a job, um, there's going to be a point where there's a money element of it. And if you're paid a considerable or even a bit more than the next person down then they should be doing the jobs at the right level. 
So, for instance, if you've got someone who's you know top of the organisation who's doing an admin role and entering data into a spreadsheet or collating a report or something like that, you'd probably say it's not a good use of the time and it's also not a good use of the financial investment of the business. There might be something you want to delegate down to someone. And of course, with good delegation, you start to look at where you get good deputies. So by delegating right and you see what people react to good delegation, is that then come to you and want to be promoted, want to move to the right level. Or on the reverse, they see what you do and you see the jobs you do and they may think, actually, this is not really for me. So these are good testers um, of, of what you can do to get people really involved in delegation and better delegation. It does mean that the workplace, you have, you have less lifts, your team have a much more focus on what they can deliver and, and value. And you can get to a point where they are really looking forward to the days and making sure that they're being productive. So let's recap on a few pieces. When you talk about what and when to delegate, well, firstly, you've got to make sure that the people have time to do it. You know, have you given them enough time to really do properly these delegations, not just throw it um, you know, on a Monday morning across the table and here, I get on with it. Are they available and do they have the skills to do it? So again, checking that. You know, is it critical? Should it be done by you or is it should it be done by someone at the right level? So those are the first thing, three things, the golden three, if you like, around what and when to delegate. And how to delegate, then you're looking at the idea of making sure you're clarifying the expectations. You're getting checking points so there's nobody's overdoing uh, and over, overarchingly going further than they need to. You make sure that there's a delegation, the delegate itself and the delegation itself is to the end result and not the process. You define the role you play as they understand that they can come to you and what inputs you're going to have. And then you make sure you talk about consequences of failure. And those are the points you really need to do. So just to wrap it up, delegation skills is something that you really must learn and try to master. It can be very difficult when you're just being promoted or you're into a team or you're just used to doing a certain thing or and as simple as this, you really enjoy doing a certain thing that you've done for years, it can be hard to let go. But by letting go, you make sure that you don't miss deadlines, you make sure you're not taking too much work on, you're managing the monkeys that you're not going to end up on your shoulders, you're getting away from the poor end of your results because you've not done your work, you've done all the other work, and worstly, you Bestly, as you start to deliver better results. And on the people side, they feel that they are, you know, they're being trusted, they're being part of this process, they're, they are actually part of a solution and they want to grow and become better people and hopefully from that you can get some great delegation and maybe the next uh, leader. So that's it for Manager Matt this week. Um, as ever, I'm keen to hear your thoughts on the subject of delegation. So if you'd like to bob me an email at uh, managermattpodcasts at gmail.com. I'd be uh, really interested to see or hear your views on this. Uh, and of course, uh, keep rating the show. It's done really well in the ratings and the more downloads we get, the more people will be able to see the show and hopefully learn from it. Well, that's it for Manager Matt this week. Thanks so much for listening and goodbye. Thank you so much for listening to this Manager Matt podcast. We hope you found it interesting, helpful and actionable. One last thing, please leave a quick review on iTunes or with your podcast provider as it helps to spread the word of Manager Matt. If you haven't already done so, please subscribe to the podcast. And if you did like anything in particular, send an email to managermattpodcast at gmail.com or visit managermatt.co.uk for more content. 
feedback is a gift so let's keep giving see you next week <laughs>